Welcome to week one. We finally made it. And we're here to talk about your Chicago Bears. They got a big matchup on Sunday night with the L.A. Rams. And I'm joined by Mason Malik. And I'll let you kick it off and tell me how you're feeling about this game. I think that let's first of all say that the line of plus eight is kind of a little bit outrageous. Um, These Bears Rams games have been pretty low scoring over the years. And people have been, let's just on Twitter, I'm not going to name names, but people have been rooting against the Bears. Some pretty high profile people saying they want the Bears to lose. So, some Bears fans, Bears fans, media, people in the media, I'm not going to say any names, but they're rooting against the Bears, wanting them to lose. So, Justin Fields starts, and I think that is a huge clown take. I think that no matter what, that you should be rooting for Andy Dalton, the Bears to win. That's the ultimate go. I mean, if goal, if Andy Dalton starts most of the season and does well, and Justin Fields gets time to sit and learn, and it helps his future, I think that that's probably a best case scenario. But well, let yeah, me that's... before you move on, let me jump in there real quick because I completely agree. I can't believe people are actually like bear now rooting against their team just so they change quarterbacks now there's a time and a place when you may want your team to lose in those kind of situations is maybe if you're going for a high draft pick or you know it does them no good to win but the bears are not in a situation where they're tanking they're not going for a high pick you should absolutely be wanting your team to win so i it blows my mind that people are saying that just to get fields on the field. So, yeah, I agree 110%. But, yeah, you can c- carry on. Sorry that, for jumping in. That's a great point as well about not having a first-round pick. That would be like a nightmare scenario, having a top-five pick and no pick because <laughs> you gave it away to the Giants. So, yeah. I'm sure the Giants would love you for it. I'm sure they would love that. But back to the plus-eight thing, I kind of jumped around because I had to get that out. Um, I think that the Rams are – one of the most hyped teams in the NFL right now because they've been a great team. They've just been getting held back by quarterback play, and they finally get Matthew Stafford in there. A very solid quarterback. I'm a big fan of Matthew Stafford. He's just never really been in those big games, and that's one of his goals he's put out there. He wants to play in big games and alter his legacy. So we'll see if they can do that. But I do have my concerns about the Rams I can go through a list of people that they lost, and it's it's just it doesn't look good to me. They lost Brandon Staley, their defensive coordinator, now the head coach of the Chargers. They lost Joe Barry, one of his assistants. They lost John Johnson the third, leading tackler. He's a safety. Troy Hill, he was top three in tackles. Morgan Fox, he had six sacks. Michael Brockers as well. He had over five sacks, I believe. That defense is not gonna be what it was last season. And I, I really believe that to the core. I don't even think I'm not even sure they're going to be top 10. That's probably a hot take. Cause a lot of people that, that is a very hot take. They still hit. All right, hold on. Let's pump the brakes on, on the Rams defense slander because they I think still they'll have be Aaron right Donald. around 11 to 15. I don't, I think they're still gonna be higher than that. They still have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. I, mean, I really the think two players, two good players make up, an entire defense. All right, you can't just say two good players when you're talking about Aaron Donald. 
I mean, they're elite players, yeah. And that... he is world class, historically good. Yeah. Well, I still think this there's still nine other good. players on that defense. Not to say that those nine players are scrubs, but they definitely lost some people. They did. I, I also think that Leonard Floyd is going to regress a little bit. He had a career year, ten and a half sacks. Where was that when he was with the Bears? So, yeah. and they also lost Cam Akers on offense with that injury. I still think they're going to be a good team. Maybe that not being top 10 on defense was a little bit of a stretch. Maybe they'll be from the 6 to 10 range. But my point is they're not going to be this top 5 elite defense that they were last year. Is that yeah, fair? That, is that a fair argument? That, that, that is fair. That is a little more fair. I, I could see a little bit of a step back from them because your name and the names and the list it just seems to go on and on and on of guys that they did depart with this offseason. And they're going into this game, is as you said, a an eight point favorite, which a lot of you were saying it's crazy, but is it disrespectful to the Bears? It is. Would you go far? It is disrespectful. Yeah. A plus eight on Sunday night football. That's like they're expecting us to be like a five or six win team. I feel like, is that fair? Is that a fair plus eight? Yeah. it, It does seem a little high for two teams that traditionally are in low scoring battles. I think what, Vegas is predicting is the Bears defense is going to fall off a little bit because of age and the offense is going to look the same as it has in the previous three years, which is like bottom third of the league. So I just, I think that the defense isn't, that isn't going to happen with the defense. I think the defense is going to be solid again, although we do have some injuries to talk about and maybe the offense will come to play. They definitely, have made an emphasis on adding speed, and this is one of the fastest wide receiver rooms, in my opinion, in the NFL. But that does not necessarily always translate. Um, yeah, but the big loss uh, looks like Eddie Goldman. The news came out today that he did not participate in practice, and it looks to be a knee injury, I believe, and an ankle. It's a knee ankle. That is not ideal at all. It is going to make the Rams offense, which I'm very high on, it's going to make them look even better. Eddie Goldman is like a key cog to this defense. It makes it run. It's very concerning. I see a lot of fans on Twitter slandering Eddie Goldman, saying, oh, he sucks. Get him, get him out of here. He's been useless. He's a, he's a crybaby. It's, it's kind of ridiculous, but it's a big loss. It's a good thing, though, that we have Tonga back there, one of our rookie picks in this draft. He's looked very solid in the offseason. Let's see if he can come in there and contribute because it looks like we're not going to see Eddie Goldman on Sunday. Yeah, and that that really hurts because, like you were saying, this Rams offense looks like it is going to be legit this year. I'm very excited to see what it looks like on Sunday night. Um, it will be tested because we know the Bears' defense still has talent. But without Goldman, that makes things a lot harder. And it's going to be a real big test for this Bears' defense to see if they still are in the upper echelon of NFL defenses because the Rams are going to be a team. They're going to tear some defenses apart this year. I really believe that. I've always been high on Stafford. We know this. But yeah, let's 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 see what it looks like in this matchup. I'm really looking forward to it. 
Yeah, I talked about how the Rams defensive might regress, but I don't think the offense is going to look even better than it has. I, their offense is pretty scary, especially with Stafford in there. So not having Goldman back there, it, it really hurt. We'll see, we'll see. Maybe we get some good news in the next couple of days on the future injury report, but right now it's not. It's not looking promising. So defense has a tough task because the Bears offense is not going to go blow for blow with the Rams offense. The defense is going to need to step up, get takeaways, put this offense in good position to score on the short field, and then we might have a chance. But... Yeah, they, they don't want to get into a track meet. I mean, I don't think this game is going that direction either way. Yeah, the Bears are going to have to win it with their defense. It seems like that's always the story, but you don't feel good about this this offense at all going um, into week one? I definitely think it will be better. I think that Andy Dalton is still better than what we had last year. It just really it depends on the offensive line. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, the weapons... I do like the weapons of year two in Mooney, which he was also on injury report. That's a little bit scary as well with a back, but he did, was limited. So hopefully it looks like he's going to play. I do. I like the weapons. I like Montgomery and Dalton can be an upgrade, but it's just, is that offensive line going to hold up? Is it going to create lanes for Montgomery? That is the question. That's the million dollar question. So we're yeah, going to find out Sunday. Because if they're able to run the ball, that the offense might be okay. You know, it's not going to hold them back too much, but if, if they're not able to create those lanes and they're not able to run the ball and you got to wing it around the field with Andy Dalton, that seems like an absolute disaster, especially going up against this Rams defense, who we are not as high on, but we still know how talented it is. Yeah, and we uh, we haven't really talked about Cole Komet, your guy, your first round tight end in fantasy. No, not first round. Relax, <laughs> relax. I took him in like the last round. Not, that's not what I meant first round, but your first my tight first end string. Taken. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, the board um, didn't fall my way. I'll leave it at that. Komet could theoretically he could break out this year. I mean, if he takes over Jimmy Graham's red zone production, he could be he could be solid. There's a lot of question marks on this Bears team, and we're gonna find out quickly if they're for real or they're just frauds. So. It's going to be interesting. All right, so let's stop beating around the bush and let's let's hop into some score predictions for this Sunday night matchup. What what are you going with? I'm not obviously. I don't think the Rams are going to blow us out, but I I do believe the Rams are going to take it. I don't get me wrong. I think the Bears could definitely win this game, and especially Week One with the Rams and all those expectations on Sunday Night Football, they could totally just lay an egg and get embarrassed. But I am predicting the Rams will win 24-21. Still kind of low scoring and three-point win. I am going with a pretty similar score. Actually, not really. I, I went with 23-13. to 13. Wow. So then you're going with that um, minus eight then. Oh, I, I guess I am. I guess I am going with the Rams minus eight. I didn't think about that when I made my prediction. A 13-point performance by this Bears offense, and Nagy's hot seat is going to get scorching hot. So hopefully that doesn't happen. I think it would be absolutely crazy and fun if we saw a high-scoring game, but that's not going to happen. God, wouldn't that be awesome? Andy Dalton, four touchdowns, <laughs> just balling out. 
Nagy goes to the press conference, even if they lose in a shootout, Nagy's would go to the fucking podium strutting like Conor McGregor up there. He'd be like, I told you. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. But I'll tell you what, I am not holding my breath on that one. No, so I'm not holding my breath either. Let's hop into some more predictions and not just this game. What's your prediction for the Bears season? What's their record going to be this year? That's that's tough. Like I said, this Bears team has so many question marks that it could go one way or the other. But if I had to go, if I had a gun to my head, I would probably say eight and nine. I think that is a fair prediction. If if a lot of things go right, defense looks amazing and Fields comes out there, balls out eventually. Offensive line looks serviceable. I could see 11, 12 wins as a ceiling and probably as a floor. We're looking at probably five or six wins as a floor. So there's definitely some variance here as to how the season can go, but I'm right in the middle at eight wins right now. That's pretty fair. It's funny that you say five or six wins because my prediction – no, I'm just kidding. But I actually I actually was thinking about going with six wins, but I'm not. I'm going with seven. I think they're going to be seven and ten this year. And it's pretty reserved. You know, there's always that upside where they do more. This division isn't that great outside of the Packers. A lot of question marks with the Vikings as well. And the Lions are probably going to be pretty atrocious. But – NFC North plays a tough schedule, as you've been emphasizing all offseason. So that, that would be a concern for me. It's something I put into consideration when going with 7-10 and 10 for this Bears team. I think 7-10 and 10 is a very reasonable prediction, considering this is one of the hardest schedules. NFC North has brutal schedules this year. That's why I think the floor is accurate. And, you know, five, six wins if the team doesn't look that great. Oh, we're playing all these good teams. It's just... It's not an ideal situation. So we'll see. And but the, go there's ahead. so many question marks, like you were yeah. saying. So there's so there's so much variance that we could see this season with the Bears that it's really hard to make a prediction or make a good prediction, I should say. Yeah, and I think the ultimate goal this season is I told you we talked about this earlier. I think the Bears will sneak in as a six or a seven seed and it feels takes over and shows us that he's a he's a real promise for the future i think that would be an excellent goal i know a lot of people were talking about that when they were trashing the bears saying they want them to lose well i just think he will take over at some point let's just calm down and let's just hope we can get in that that seventh or sixty because i don't see the division is i think it's out of the question right now yeah, Fields will definitely get his opportunity this year. We all know that. Everyone is getting way too worked up. But if that scenario happens where the Bears squeak into the playoffs and Fields looks looks pretty good, you think that'll be enough to save Pace and Nagy's job? Oh, yeah. oh they'll, they, I think they're probably already safe, but they were guaranteed another year. Wow. I, I think can't... that – Yeah, I know it's really hard to believe, but when – management we talked about this in the offseason when management gave them the okay to go up and trade for fields they had to have known that they're going to get a couple more years right yeah and i know we've talked about it you know countless times and the more we talk about it it doesn't change the fact that i can't believe yeah. that matt Nagy's still the coach of this football team but uh, seventh seed and fields looking great is that's gotta be that would be great for them i think they would get another chance 
And if the defense looks top 10, top five, and Fields comes in and balls, I think the Bears could win a playoff game. They could sneak out a playoff game. Doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl, but it's definitely possible to squeak out a wild card win if that happened. And there's also the worst case scenario for the season, which is Fields looks terrible and the defense looks terrible. And that's where we start to get into the floor. But yeah, we don't want to talk about too much negativity. It's yeah. it's the beginning of the season. It's week one. So let's I started with the ultimate goal, up. and let's get in the playoffs. Let's get Fields looking good, and let's go from there. All right. All right. Before we uh, sign off here, I do want to I do want to ask two more predictions for this Bears season. Who will be their offensive and defensive MVPs? Just on their team, who are, who are the guys? Well, I originally said that Roquan Smith was going to be the defensive MVP, but if Eddie Goldman is not going to be playing much, that complicates things a little bit. But I do think Roquan Smith is going to ball out. He's going into his fourth year now, so he's going to be a stud. I think he's going to be the MVP of the defense. Everyone's going to say Khalil Mack, but Khalil Mack's just always good, and I just really think Roquan Smith is going to take another step that he already took from last season. So that's my choice on the defensive side of the ball. And offense, it's got to be Allen Robinson again. He's, I think with some decent quarterback play, he's going to totally just ball out this year. He always balls out with bad quarterbacks, and imagine if he actually gets decent quarterback play. So those are my yeah, two I, choices. It's hard to go with anybody but Allen Robinson. I agree 100%. Um, yeah, he he's going to be relied on an awful lot once again but i do expect a good good year for him numbers wise as well so i guess that'll wrap up our week one discussion of the show and we will be back next week to talk a little bit more about the team and see if we're talking about a win or a loss we'll catch you guys next time 